Welcome to Passive Income Group 360, the podcast for new and upcoming entrepreneurs who are ready to stop living from paycheck to paycheck and finally achieve real financial freedom. This is your host, Lisa Michelle. I've been a solo attorney for 20 years, but in 2019, I began my search for the best sources of passive income. Now, each and every Friday, I share with you everything I've learned along the way. No fake gurus, no flashy Lambos, just real information that you can use today. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Passive Income Group 360. This is your host, Lisa Michelle. Whether you've been here before, whether it's your first time, uh, welcome. And I appreciate you being here. Without you, I would literally be here talking to myself. <laughs> so I appreciate you being here. Um, Today, I want to talk about um, an issue that comes up a lot. I've been getting a lot of questions lately from people who are selling different items, products, or services from um, you know, different websites, and they're just not getting the traffic that they were expecting. They are comfortable that their designs or their products are of good quality, and they don't think it's that. So typically, when you're offering something on a website and you're not getting traffic, it's not because the item is no good, because people aren't even getting a chance to see it. Chances are the issue is search engine optimization or SEO or the lack thereof in your listing. And that's a big problem because if people are actually seeing your products and not purchasing, then you can kind of tweak it or or maybe see what may be flawed in the design and try different things. But if you're not even being seen, then you don't even have an opportunity to find out whether or not they would like your product or service because they're not finding you. And you know, I just wanted to stress the importance of making sure that anything you are listing online for sale, whether it's a product or service, it's got to be optimized for search. doesn't matter what the platform is. Even if you just have a website um, and you're advertising with Google, well, let's say you're not advertising with Google, you're not paying Google ads, but you're just hoping to be found in a Google search or a search on Bing or any search engine. You have to put in the right terms for people to find you. And so let me just explain in case you're not familiar. Um, Search engine optimization is just making sure that whatever phrases, keywords, um, descriptions that you have in a listing online um, is optimized so that anyone searching for your particular item can find it. So, for example, let's say I uh, I sell women's shoes and I sell um, boots and uh, sneakers. I have to anticipate that someone may go on Google and type in the search women's boots, right? Or women's leather boots or women's um, uh, running shoes. So I have to make sure that those particular phrases are in my description or, or on my website somewhere, wherever I want to drive traffic, I have to make sure that those terms are included there. Otherwise, who would find it, right? You, can, you can't just list it one time and then hope, you know, that someone will find your particular site out of a billion. So you've got to optimize it. So if you're selling on a platform like Etsy, for example, they have, give you an opportunity to name your product, 
um, you have an opportunity to describe it and you can assign attributes to it. So you can say whether or not, you know, what color the item is, if it's a, a shirt, is it short sleeve, V-neck, long sleeve, and you can use up to three, uh, 13 tags. So between the description, the tags, and the title, you have to make sure that you put in terms that real people are actually going to search for. So if I'm selling abstract art, I can't say, you know, uh, you know, large, whimsical fantasy painting, because who's going to actually put that in a search term? You know what I mean? You have to put real phrases in that someone may actually use. And then when you assign the tags, assign the tags so that they actually tie into the, to the title and the description. You want to use all the same keywords and phrases in all three places because that optimizes your listing. You don't want to do um, a title that, you know, it's, let's say we did do um, whimsical uh, fantasy painting. And then in the tags, I use totally different words. You'd want to put in whimsical, you want to put in fantasy, you want to put in painting. Um, and after doing you know some research to find out what people are actually looking for, include those phrases in all three places. That'll increase your chances of being found. And that goes pretty much, that applies pretty much to every um, platform that you're on. Even if you're selling on a print on demand site and then give you a chance to, you know, name your product or your items and describe them, you have to title them things that people are actually going to search for. If you have a t-shirt that just has a, a smiley, um, like emoji on the front. You don't want to name the t-shirt um, happy-go-lucky top because I don't know if anyone will search for that, right? You could just put in a yellow smiling emoji t-shirt. I think that has a higher chance of being searched for. So you want to use that name. And then in the description, you want to put the same thing, yellow smiley face emoji t-shirt right? That way your listing is more optimized and you have a higher chance of being found. If you have a website and you have a blog, you know, there are a lot of blogs. So if you want to be found in the search, you have to do the same thing. Uh, think about what you're writing about and, um, you know, make sure that you have the same terms in your, the title of your article. You have to have the same keywords in throughout the blog, not just one time. But if you're writing about, um, uh, let's say it's a, a personal blog about your weight loss journey. If the title of the blog is, you know, how I lost 100 pounds in six months, you definitely want to make sure that you mention the same keywords throughout your blog about losing weight in six months, about losing 100 pounds, lose, how I lost 100 pounds in six months, you know, my secret to how I lost a hundred pounds in six months, um, how I teach other people to lose a hundred pounds. You know, you want to mention it throughout the blog, not so that it's ad nauseum, but just so that Google will pick up on it and that people who are searching, you know, Hey, I want to lose a hundred pounds. If they put that in, you have a higher chance of being found. Also, if you have images in your blog, 
you want to name the photo before you upload it into your blog post. So if you're downloading free images or stock photos from some website, um, sometimes the name, you know, may be like, like a string of characters, you know, rename it. Uh, so if it's a picture of maybe a before and after picture of someone that you found in uh, like stock photos, you want to rename the photo a uh, woman who lost a hundred pounds and then save it to your blog. Um, you also want to change the alt text. Um, so if you're familiar with website design at all, or even posting blogs, they give you a chance to describe the picture that you put in. So you want to make sure that you name the picture and then also assign the alt text to also say, you know, woman who lost a hundred pounds. And that way, if someone's Googling um, different images and they want an image of someone who may have lost 100 pounds, your image may actually pop up. And if they click on it, it'll take them to your blog. So you want to take every opportunity that you have to, um, you know, use the same keywords, use related keywords, um, and just use real phrases that people actually search for. Now, there's a whole lot. <laughs> that goes into search engine optimization. This is just kind of scratching the surface for people who are really just getting started. But ideally, in addition to doing what I just said, um, you want to really search to find out which keywords are less competitive. So if you were actually writing a blog post about losing 100 pounds and you put that in the Google search, uh, losing 100 pounds, you would get a lot of a lot of entries. So you'd want to first find out what phrase or what keyword would give you the best opportunity to be found. So maybe um, losing 100 pounds in six months on a vegan diet um, would be less competitive or losing 100 pounds in six months without exercising. You know what I mean? That's It narrows the search down and it lessens the competition a little bit. So that it's not as general as just saying, you know, losing, losing 100 pounds in six months. So you have to do some research before you um, do any of this, really, um, to make sure that not only are you putting in the right terms, but you are uh, making it so you're not competing with as many other, um, with as many websites. And hopefully that, that makes sense. Um, you can do the same thing with Etsy, with the listings you don't want to put in a search term that'll pull up 100,000 results because that really lessens the chance of you being found. If you're selling sterling silver bracelets, you don't want to title your listing sterling silver bracelet because it, I mean, it'll really bring up 100,000 results probably. You want to put in sterling silver jewelry with elephant charm or something figure out something that distinguishes you from everybody else who's selling a sterling silver bracelet and name it that. And, you know, they give you space to put in more than just that. You know, so depending on what you're selling, use a bunch of keywords, you know, that have uh, less competition and put them all in the title, in the description and in the tags. Um, that That's really the best way to, to be found. And um, in addition to even that, so now we've got um, searching the competition to make sure that 
there aren't as many people um, that you're competing with. Um, and we talked about making sure that your title, description, tags, whatever opportunity you have to name your item are using real phrases and um, specifically addresses or specifically describes what you're selling. And the third part is also to make sure that there is an audience, um, that there are people out there who actually are buying what you're offering. That's another part of it. So if you do your research and you see, oh, okay, this really is not much competition here. I, I put this title in the search bar on Etsy and I only got 10 results. Well, that may not be good because maybe that means no one is looking for the item that you're selling, right? If, if, if it's too few searches, um, then you may not have enough of an audience to sell to. So you want to try to find a sweet spot where you've got people who are looking for the item, but not a ton of people who are selling the same item. And it takes a little bit of research, a little bit of trial and error, um, but just keep those things in mind. Um, you may not run into that problem so much with, well, if you have a blog, you may run into the same issue. If you're writing on something that's so obscure that no one's looking for it, it may be harder um, to have your blog, you know, um, read <laughs> if there's no one searching for it. So anyway, just keep those three things in mind. Um, but SEO is extremely important, especially now. There's so many websites out there, so many blogs. Um, there's a lot of stuff online. So just look at what you're selling. Um, try to think of things that make it unique. Try to think of different ways to uh, phrase what you're selling, but still make sure that you're keeping it within the phrases that real people would actually um, search for, real terms that actual, actual people would use, okay? But yeah, so that's that's going to do it. And I hope that's helpful. Um, I'll probably go into it a little more in depth, maybe just focusing on one particular platform. Um, but if you have any um, suggestions on a particular platform you'd like me to talk about in terms of SEO, please go to the website, passiveincomegroup360.com forward slash podcast that'll let you add your comments there. And um, yeah, so that'll do it for me. I hope that you have a great day. I hope that you're safe and healthy and um, be well. And until next time, peace. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please subscribe and look in the description for a link to join fellow listeners online. Until next time, peace.